Hey everyone, I'm so excited right now. We've got the one person in the world who can tell us what's hot in healthcare. Yes, I'm talking about the woman with the signature phrase, what's hot, my dear friend, somebody who knows a lot about sleep, believe it or not, coming from an amazing family. Yep, you guessed it. It's my dear friend, Miss Paris Hilton. But first, let's go to the wake-up call. So this is the time in the show where I take a look at current events, research, all kinds of crazy stuff and see how it has to do with sleep and and how we can all benefit from it. So let's see here. This one, uh, an interesting study was done on people from Maryland about how their sleep has been during the pandemic. Turns out not well as they're incurring roughly 24.5 hours of sleep debt as described by the National Sleep Foundation as the difference between the amount of sleep that you need and the amount of sleep that you're actually getting per week. Holy cow, that's not good for you folks out there in Maryland. What's more than three, what's more than that, it's losing three hours a night. So uh, they reached out to roughly 3,000 people for its study and found that Marylanders were losing significantly more sleep than the national average. Holy cow, the national average is 21.4 hours of sleep per week. So during the pandemic, when people are quarantined and probably not going to too many places, they're reporting significantly less sleep. Look, guys, this is something that we've been talking about. You really need to think about sleeping on your chronotypical schedule. Remember, if you've taken my chronotype quiz over at chronoquiz.com, you know what the perfect bedtime is for you. And when you go to bed at the time that's built for your chronotype, which is, again, that internal genetic system, you fall asleep and you get the sleep that you need. So hopefully people can learn about their chronotype and avoid being like somebody in Maryland who's lost roughly 24 hours of sleep a week. Holy cow. Next, we've got a story. Um, This one is from, uh, oh, let's see. Walk around late at night in Okinawa, Japan, and you may stumble upon drinkers snoring in flower beds, pavements, and in the middle of the road. Holy cow. Uh, Let's see. Local police counted more than 7,000 cases of the phenomenon known as rojone, literally sleeping in the road last year. And lockdown doesn't appear to have put off the revelers at all with 2,702 cases recorded between January and June this year. Apparently, the head of the area's police traffic division, Tatsu Osharo, has had enough. He told The Guardian, I think that's a UK paper, that officers would show little mercy to habitual offenders while pleading with locals to lighten up on their alcohol intake. Don't get me wrong, alcohol isn't bad, he said. It's just bad to drink to excess. Well, we know that there's a really big difference between going to bed and passing out. Remember my sleep doctor rule for every alcoholic beverage that you drink, drink one glass of water and wait one hour before bedtime. So if you go to bed at 11 and you plan on drinking two to three glasses of wine, you probably want to stop drinking around 830, nine o'clock. Again, be sure to be drinking water in between each alcoholic beverage. My final story, let's see, this one comes, oh, look at this. When it comes to watches, Apple is best known for an integrated sleep wearable, but now Fossil is upping their game. They added a sleep tracking to their Generation 5 smartwatches. Here's the thing is I like people who are interested in tracking their sleep. I like people who are interested in looking at their sleep. But remember, some in some cases, there is something out there called orthosomnia. This is a situation where people get so involved in tracking their sleep that they can't stop looking at it. 
For folks out there who check the stock market 12 times a day, you probably don't want to be tracking your sleep because you'll probably be checking your tracking 12 times a day. To be fair, it can be a little bit obsessive compulsive with all of the tracking that's going on. I personally use tracking with my clients um, and uh, we can monitor their sleep, but we don't look at sleep every single night. Uh, we really look more at trends across a week, weekend, or even a month. And now it's time for your sleep story with the one and only Paris Hilton. Joining me now is a guest with one of the most recognizable faces, names, and brands in the entire world. She's an entrepreneur, an influencer, and a philanthropist. She's also someone I've been fortunate enough to work with, and I'm happy to call my friend P-Dog Paris Hilton. Welcome to Sleep Success, my friend. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh huh. As a very public figure, kind of in the entertainment, you know, world, in the business world, you're someone who has lived an incredible life. I mean, you've been in the spotlight. You travel a lot, events, premieres, party. So a lot of that must have changed because of COVID. What's what's life been like for you since COVID hit? It's been completely different. It's changed my entire life. I'm used to being on a plane over 250 days a year. I'm constantly traveling. My schedule is just. There's never a typical day in my life. It's always something fun and exciting, but the hours are just crazy. Um, so during COVID, it's just been so relaxing um, just to be at home with my boyfriend and cooking and just chilling and doing art and yeah, just actually getting to be at home, which has been the first time in my life where I've been forced to just relax. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That sounds so healthy. Like it sounds like like it was a great pause button for a brief and shiny moment to be able to kind of get back to some of that. You know, when I talk to many different people, it's sort of interesting for me to see how COVID, COVID in particular has impacted people's sleep routines and schedules. You know, for some people, it's actually improves their sleep as it's forced them to slow down. But for many, it's been worse because of all the stress that's kind of been going on in the, in the universe and how people are thinking about it. So how about for you, Paris? What has your sleep schedule been like before the pandemic? And then what is it like during the pandemic? My sleep schedule is actually a lot more organized, or what word you would call it. Structured. <laughs> you, structured, yes, you've given me structure. <laughs> so I have bedtimes and waking up times, which, you know, before for work, it would just be very late nights, especially when I had to DJ in Ibiza from like five in the morning till 7 a.m. Um, so my schedule was just very out of whack. But um, since I've been talking with you, I'm very just like feeling much better, getting a lot more rest and um, on a schedule for the first time in my life. <laughs> I know, isn't it? It's kind of amazing. You know, it's funny. Uh, we were talking with a very old friend of yours on this podcast not too long ago, your buddy who's also hangs out in Ibiza, Steve Aoki. Um, and, you know, he's a pretty awesome dude. And it's incredible the lifestyle that he led and sort of how he's now embracing sleep as part of something that's become very important to him. Um, and, and it's something that's been important to you. You know, I'm kind of curious about your thoughts on the influencer industry, because I'm going to be really honest with you, Paris. I think you are the original influencer. I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, you're one of the first people to get out there, kind of the first people to get out there and really teach people and things like that. I mean, you were an influencer before I think it was even a term, right? 
Um, and so if you've built your brand around things like nightlife and fashion and entertainment, how are you going to now influence it with sleep? Is sleep going to become something that's important that you're going to be thinking about talking about with people? Is it more of a private thing for you? Where, where does it fall for you? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely something important for people to talk about and to know because if you're not sleeping properly, it's so bad for your health. And I think a lot of people don't really understand just how important it is to get that rest every single night and how much it affects your mind and your body and the way you feel and the way you react to people and just everything in your life. It's like one of the most important things in the world is obviously to sleep, eat, right. eat, sleep, rave, repeat. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. I love it. So one of the things that we know about social media, which is something that you've been really good at, um, is that it can be kind of all consuming for kids and it can really lead to poor sleep, right? Because they're up scrolling in the middle of the night and things like that, especially for girls who tend to struggle more with self-confidence and uh, things of that nature. And of course, then they can get consumed with posting and all that. What kind of advice would you give to younger girls out there regarding, regarding learning how to turn things off? Because I feel like that's something that you've recently been able to really get good at and now kind of being back at home and kind of working all that. How can you teach some young girls how to do some of those things? What are your thoughts? Well, I can totally relate and understand because I was the same way. Um, social media is just addictive. Like once you're on you're just scrolling through and it could be like hours that go by and you don't even realize it. Um, and I think definitely it's causing a lot of insecurities of people and a lot of depression. I think that people are just putting too much value on what other people think of them. And I think it's so important, you know, it's, it's okay to care what people think, but it's more important to care what you think of yourself. And I wouldn't, I don't know. I think I, I've been through so much and I've had you know, haters and trolls and people write mean things to me. And I can't imagine being like a 13 year old girl having to deal with, deal with all this pressure. So I think it's just important for people to learn to love themselves and just that the, all this other stuff is just, it doesn't really mean anything. So they shouldn't put so much of their time and effort into feeling bad about strangers writing mean things or making them feel bad about themselves because there's so much more to life. There sure is. There sure is. You know, one of the, I, so first of all, I love that. That is unbelievably inspirational and exactly what I think young girls today need to hear for sure. You know, w one of the other things that I'm kind of thinking about is, you know, like when do you turn off social media at night? You personally, like, are you watching it late into the evenings or do you have a time where you say, uh-uh, this is going to keep me awake. No more social media. Do you have like a, a curfew? Well, now I do because you put me <laughs> on a curfew. Um, but before, that was kind of a loaded question, everybody. Yes. Um, well, ever since you put me on the schedule, I've had to turn my phone off and my boyfriend is always there and he's like, all right, Dr. Bruce said it's bedtime, no more phone. Um, so I put the phone down around midnight now um, because I didn't know that before and you told me about just the, the lights on the phone are stimulating your brain and keeping you awake and I, I didn't know that and I think a lot of people, you know, if they haven't done the research, they maybe don't know that. Um, so with like the blockers or some of the yellow or the red, like that's really great to wear at night if you have to be on your phone. Um, 
But yeah, I think it's always good just to try and put your phone down because your mind is just going to keep racing and you're just going to be up all night and then the next day be exhausted. It's so addictive. It makes me crazy. Yeah. I mean, honestly. So let's talk about your schedule. Um, so what is your, let, how about your evening routine? So you've decided it's time to go to bed. You've been given your bedtime by Dr. Bruce. What, what are you doing beforehand? I'm sure lots of people want to know, like, how do you prep? I always take a bath like every single morning, every single night. That's how I start and end my day by taking a bath. And I love to, it's the best. I put like bubble bath and it's jacuzzi. So I have that happening with um, Epsom salts because I just feel like it's really soothing and lavender oil. I right, love. right, right. Oh, that's awesome. Now, okay, so now I got a question for you, Paris. Do you have lavender oil in the mornings or is that too sedating? Because some people, if they're going to shower or bathe early in the morning, they might have something like peppermint or rose or something like that and then use lavender at night. Are you a big aromatherapy girl? Yes, I love it. And I only use um, lavender at night because obviously it's it makes you tired and kind of relaxes you. And, I don't really want to be tired and relaxed when I wake up in the morning, but that's a good <laughs> no. so rose and peppermint wake you up. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Pepper, uh, peppermint in particular seems to have a lot of alerting effects. So you take a hot bath and then what happens? You change into your bed clothes and then are you a reader? Are you a cuddler? Or are you a hangouter? What do you do before bed? Um, well, after the bath, I'm obsessed with skincare. So I do my whole skincare routine, which is my Paris Hilton Pro DNA skincare line. And then I have different machines like the rose gold thing and then this electric one. And I love doing the microcurrent at night as well. And then putting on these gel eye patches that have aloe vera on them. And then I get in bed and I cuddle and watch Netflix. <laughs> and we, we always find shows that we really love and that will be the thing that we like to do at night is just be in bed with the puppies and watch TV. <laughs> And then how many puppies are in your bed, Paris? There was five, but now there's only one. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. So one boyfriend and one puppy. Exactly. <laughs> Understood. Understood. So about what time do you uh, have a tendency to go to sleep now? Um, around like one, which is early. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And you know, a lot of people don't understand that, but you're what I call a wolf right? You're a late night creature and you always have been. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with your levels of creativity, things of that nature. I mean, it's certainly pretty, it's pretty awesome. So recently you did a documentary on YouTube called This Is Paris. Tell us more about that. And when, when are we going to get to see it? It's premiering on September 14th and I'm super excited. This is the untold story and people are really going to learn so much about me that they never knew before. And just really get an inside look on things that I've been through that I've never discussed and um, just why I am the way I am. And yeah. So what brought that on? I mean, that's pretty, you know, you're showing people a lot of stuff about yourself there. I mean, what made you decide to really kind of let everybody in? I just felt it was time. Um, I feel like the world doesn't know the real me. And it's really important for me with my legacy and what I want to be remembered for. And I want people to know just there's a lot more to me than what I've portrayed. And I've played a character for so long, just with a simple life and then in, into my entire life. So um, it's not who I am. And I just want to show people 
who I really am. I think that's amazing. It's so interesting. You know, I, I work with a lot of celebrities and, and people tell me the same thing is they get kind of typecast in life. And so people think that a character that they happen to play on a television show is who they actually are in the real universe. And of course, nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to you. I mean, the fact that you were on a show called The Simple Life and the life that you lead right now is so not simple. I think it's I, I'm excited for people to learn, number one, how beautifully intelligent, uh, how beautifully creative and all of the beautiful aspects to you. I mean, the, the cool part is, is like you are beauty sleep, right? I mean, you do this cool routine right before bed for all about skincare and you look pretty fantastic, I got to admit. So, I mean, do you think sleep has an effect on the way you look? Definitely, for sure. <laughs> uh, you could just tell like people who do sleep and then people who don't, they just look just unhealthy and just, it just messes with everything, your skin, your eyes for like I don't, I'm very into anti-aging and sleep is one of the most important parts of it there's no question it's so funny because you know people are talking a lot about antioxidants most people don't know this sleep in and of itself is an antioxidant unbelievable all right so here's what I want to do if you're going to let us I'd love to wander into your bedroom for a second and ask you some questions specifically about your bedroom you down for that all right so Bed size, are you a king size, queen size, double kind of person? California king. <laughs> the more space, the better. Are you a cuddler or are you the Heisman? Are you one of those people that you don't like to be touched or you like a lot of contact? I'm a cuddler for sure. Carter calls me a koala because I'm always a koala. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, how about essential oils? I know that you use lavender in your bath. Do you ever use like pillow mists or anything like that in and around the bedroom? Yes. I just got this thing called deep sleep and it's just like a spray. Yeah. The pillow spray. That. And then also the lotion, which is basically the same thing as lotion. And I love that. And it works. Yeah. It's, I know it's great, isn't it? All right. Truth be told. Are you a midnight snacker? Yes. All right. Fork it over. Tell us what you're snacking on. Everything. Um, my favorite thing is cereal. Like I love. Me too. I'm like obsessed with cereal. I'm a total cereal before bed guy. I always have cereal before bed. Cereal, ice cream, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, French toast. Like I. What cereal? What what cereal are you? I'm like a peanut butter Captain Crunch guy. How bad is that? Oh, I love Captain Crunch. My favorite is um, Lucky Charms. I knew you were going to say that, dude. I love Lucky Charms. And I love pulling out all the marshmallows and then putting them in Rice Krispies. And that is insane. Oh, now. Okay. Now we're getting into the real nitty gritty. So you pull the marshmallows out of the Lucky Charms and you put them in the Rice Krispies. Yes. Someone needs to just make that as a cereal. <laughs> it's insane. Could be called like Lucky Krispies. <laughs> I love Lucky Krispies. I love that. So I'm a big Lucky Charms guy. Now, here's the truth of the matter is, is too much sugar before bed is probably not the best idea. But here's what we now know is carbohydrates and protein before bed works really well. So your idea of a cereal before bed is actually it's got some science behind it for sure. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? All no. right. Couple, couple more questions. Do you like silence or do you listen to music? before as you're falling asleep i use this thing called sleep fan um my it's an app and um i my entire life since i was a little girl 
my mom would always put a fan next to my bed. So I would just kind of feel the air and just the sound. Um, so my entire life I was used to that. And then um, Carter and I were traveling a lot during over the holidays and some hotels wouldn't have the fan. And I would call and be like, can I please have a fan? I'm so hot and I can't sleep without it. And sometimes the hotel wouldn't have it. And then Carter was like, there's this app called the sleep app and it's a fan and it sounds exactly the same. I was like, this is not going to work. And then the first night we used it and now I, I can't sleep without the sleep fan. And I don't, <laughs> I don't need a real fan anymore, which is nice. <laughs> that's so you, you just got it in your phone and you can do it. So that's your, one of your big secrets. So let's see if we can name some of your big secrets. So it's a lavender bath. It's your fan app, right? It's cuddling before bed, right? Let's see. I'm trying to think about other things that you do that might Cereal. be, uh, well, <laughs> oh, cereal, the cereal. Absolutely. Now, are you a reader? Yes. So what kind of stuff do you read before bed? I love reading anything about business. Um, I'm actually reading Carter's book right now for the second time. And oh, Shortcut Your Startup? Yes. That is an awesome book. I recommend it to everybody. For folks who don't know, Paris's boyfriend is my dear friend, Carter Ream, and he wrote an amazing, amazing book called Shortcut Your Startup, he and his brother, Courtney. So check them out. Check out that book for sure. I know I've actually learned a ton from it. So you're reading that again? Yes, I love it. I think it's just so inspiring, just being a business so do you, and then Do you poke at him when you're reading it and you say, hey, dude, what, what about this? Like, <laughs> isn't it great having the author like right there next to you? Yes, I love it. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, I know. He's awesome. All right. So a couple more quick questions and then I will cut you loose. How many pillows do you use? A lot. I use probably like, there's like 20 pillows on my bed and I'll use like five of them under my head and like two between my legs. And I just love pillows, but they need to be like perfect. There's so many on the bed. They're just like, a lot of them are just like cute. There's one like with Barbie pillows, like Chanel pillows and ones that say like life is beautiful. So those are just kind of just cute pillows to have. And then when I sleep, I have like my very soft, like down feathered pillows which I am a fan Are you a sheet snob? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I love good sheets. I don't know what it is about good sheets, but when you just slide into them and they're cool and they just, they're soft, it's like, it's just kind of inviting. Um, all right, last question, last question. You actually come from um, a very interesting family, right? There must've been some pretty interesting sleep routines and rituals because your family is synonymous with hospitality and synonymous with sleep. What was it like sleeping in the house growing up? My parents were very strict. So to make sure I would go to bed, they would unplug my house line and take away my cell phone because they didn't want me being up all night. And they were super strict about bedtimes and waking up. So um, yeah, it was pretty structured back then. <laughs> So you went from superstructure to unbelievably unstructured, and now you got this Dr. Bruce character back in your life, and he's talking to you about structure. What do you What do you think of all that? You th You think you're okay with the structure idea behind my, what I'm teaching you? Yeah, I got to rebel for many years, so I'm good with being structured again. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Well, I cannot thank you enough, Paris. This has been amazing, super fun. I know my listeners are incredibly interested to hear from you. If people want to learn more, not just about your documentary, but about you and your brand and all that fascinating stuff that you're doing, where can they go? They can check me out on Instagram at Paris Hilton, parishilton.com. And then Twitter, Facebook, everything is just my name, Paris Hilton. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thanks again, Paris. You are an amazing, amazing human. I love the fact that sleep has become so important in your life. And I want to thank you personally for trusting me with your sleep and us working together. This has been a lot of fun and we got a lot more work to do. Don't you worry. All right. Thank you. You're the best. And I appreciate everything. And just being on the schedule has really helped change my life. And I want to thank you so much. You're the best. You are so, so welcome, Paris. Thank you. And once again, wishing you sweet dreams and all kinds of fun stuff. Yes, always. <laughs> you know, it's always so amazing to me when we hear about the inner lives behind some of the most famous people uh, in the world, certainly one of the most famous families in the world, the Hilton family. Um, you know, Paris was great. I thought it was fascinating at her parents were very strict when it came to bedtimes for her brothers and sisters. And she was probably caught, you know, on the phone late at night, like many young girls and things of that nature. So I, I found it interesting. And then, of course, when she got on her own, the, the rebellion began um, as she is well known as a late nighter. Um, but you know, that's primarily for DJing and things of that nature. It's, it's pretty amazing as we all get older, I guess we start to calm down quite a bit. And I think that's when Paris really started to understand that sleep became such an important factor for her. And, you know, for somebody who's an influencer, like she is and a beauty influencer, in fact, sleep actually seems to play an incredibly important role in her overall beauty routine. I also found it pretty fascinating that she has an entire routine at night. Um, I thought some of the funniest parts were her uh, cereal addiction. Um, I can certainly relate to that. I like the fact that she takes a bath every night with lavender. Um, it's interesting that she reads business books. I personally found that business books, for me anyway, make me start thinking too much and I can't really get back to sleep. Um, and that she cuddles with her dog and her boyfriend is certainly super cute. Um, I think she really does know and understand the definition of beauty sleep. That is for sure. But I think the biggest thing that we've learned um, from her is that she is a late nighter. She's a wolf, uh, much like myself. Um, but with structure, she can get a great night's rest and get a little lucky charms in there if she needs it. Now it's time for the mailbag. I, this is the part of the show where I answer questions from people literally all around the world all about their sleep. Today, we've got Justin from South Dakota, and he asks, Dr. Bruce, how on earth do I pick a pillow and when should I get a new one? <laughs> Justin, this is a question that I get asked all the time. So first of all, how old should your pillow be before you replace it? Well, number one, if you've got a stiff or sore neck, absolutely positively, it's time. Number two, if you feel like you have to fend, you know, bend it, fold it, and put it into all these different you know, weird things and beat it up, eh, it's probably a broken pillow. The best thing that I do is I hang it over my arm, and if it looks like an old pair of saddlebags, it's probably time to get a new one. But then the question becomes, ugh, I really don't want to even think about getting a new one. By the way, you should probably be replacing your pillow about every 18 months to two years. So what do you do? You got to answer three specific questions. And by the way, I've got a blog on this on, my, on thesleepdoctor.com, which is number one, 
do you like firm or do you like squishy? Because it seems like there's really only two choices. There's like these firm, like memory foamish pillows, and then there's kind of the squishy ones. The next one is get a pillow based on your starting sleep position. So if you're a side sleeper, you want a pillow that's much thicker because you have to make up for the space between your ear and the outside of your shoulder. Whereas if you had that thick of a pillow and you were a back sleeper or a stomach sleeper, that would really hurt your neck. And then the third thing you want to find out is, do you have any neck pain? If you have neck pain, then all bets are off. You probably need to talk with your doctor to learn more about how to have a more supportive uh, surface for your sleep and pillow for your sleep. Next was Hillary from another South, South Carolina, a different part of the country for sure. And she asks, does aromatherapy really work? <laughs> Hillary, this is an interesting question, one I actually get asked fairly frequently. Believe it or not, there are at least two double-blind, placebo-controlled studies looking at lavender and something called ylang-ylang as uh, able to produce really interesting results when it comes to sleep. Now, let's be fair. You don't just sniff something and pass out, right, unless it's ether or something along those lines. What aromatherapy does is it gives you a nice relaxation response in your muscles, and that allows the natural sleep process to take over. So believe it or not, yep, those two aromas do seem to have a relaxation effect. Our final question is Jay from Hawaii, and he asks, uh, Dr. Bruce, does sleep affect my sex drive? Jay, absolutely, positively, it does. Both men and women have different responses to sleep deprivation, um, and but both of them do report lower libido for sure. So people seem to be less interested in sex as a general rule when they're not sleeping well. It also affects uh, your ability to perform, by the way. So it, we see that performance decrements occur with lack of sleep during sexual activity all the time. For men, this can mean things like erectile dysfunction, um, as well as we now see that there is a link between sleep deprivation and low testosterone. So basically, there's a whole lot of reasons why you want to get a good night's rest. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you know anyone you think might have a fascinating sleep story and make for a tremendous guest, please send me an email at drbruce at thesleepdoctor.com. That's D-R-B-R-E-U-S at thesleepdoctor.com. If you want more information, feel free to visit my website, thesleepdoctor.com. Sleep Success is a Mant Bros production and executive produced by Michael Mant. I hope you learned something new to help you live better. Until next time, sweet dreams.